0: really matters? That might be the most important question you can ask. So let's talk about it. Welcome to What Really Matters podcast, Everyday Spirituality with Karen Wyatt. Thanks for being here with me today for another episode. If you've been following for a while, you know that I have been looking at a series of questions. These are all some of the questions most frequently searched for in Google about life. So these are the things that people want to know more about life and they type it into their search bar in Google trying to find answers. And there's a bunch of really interesting questions that have intrigued and inspired me a bit and so I've been answering them over the last few months and you can go back and listen to those episodes and today I'm going to consider the question is karma real and so this is a fun one for me to stop and think about and to really look at what do I think about the concept of karma and what do religious people say about it And what does my own life experience and the wisdom I've worked on accumulating over the years tell me about karma? So I don't think I have to explain to you what karma is because you've probably heard of it before. And um, though there are different ways of looking at karma, and you've probably heard lots of statements about karma, you know, popular phrases like what goes around comes around, you reap what you sow. And the concept here being that whatever you put out into the world will come back to you at some point or another. And so there's both bad karma and good karma. And the idea is if if you do hurtful things and negative things, you will have negative hurtful things happen to you, either... Either right away in your life, later on in this life, and uh, for Buddhists and Hindus, perhaps in another lifetime, the karma will come after you, and you will be you will receive the karma from what you have done during this lifetime. And likewise, if you do good things in your life, you will have good things come back to you. And It's clear to me that a lot of us really believe in this concept. It's kind of a cause and effect way of looking at the world. And it's a comforting way of looking at the world, I think. Like if I just do the right things, the good things in the world, good things will happen to me. And... I think it helps us feel safe and feel like we have a certain amount of control in the world. As long as things are going okay for us, I think karma is something we can believe in. I personally know that my lower self, my egoic self, many times really, really wants karma in the negative sense to be true, because there are people that I have seen do hurtful things to others, do really bad things in the world, harmful things. And so much so I wish from my ego that karma would be true for them, that I could just cling to this idea that someday they will get what's coming to them. There will be retribution for their behavior. They will be punished. I can get a sense of revenge and there will be payback of some sorts. And I I think that is a comforting thought to the ego and to our lower selves to believe at least that this is a just universe and that when people are bad and do bad things they will receive the punishment that they deserve even if we don't get to witness it even if if we're not there to see it happen for us to just believe that that will happen that in some ways helps us live with the fact that there is evil and negativity in the world. So for ourselves, we'd like to believe in a positive karma that when we do good works and do good things for other people, we will get repaid for that somewhere down the road. And for our enemies or the people we don't like, we want to believe in a negative karma and that they will be somehow paid back for their negative behaviors. So I looked up the meaning of the word karma. It's a Sanskrit word and it means action both in Hindu and Buddhist belief systems. And so it's talking about a belief that the actions you create in the world, the behavior that you bring to the world will determine your fate in the future Or in future lives. And so I mentioned that before, but it has to do with action, what you do and what you create or what you bring into the world. And again, in both of those religions, there's a belief in reincarnation. So if you don't see karma playing out in another person's life, in this life, you can always believe that, wow. A thousand years from now, that person is going to live a horrible lifetime because all of this karma is going to come back for them and they are going to suffer for what they're doing right now. And again, lower self, the ego, takes a lot of comfort in knowing that. Or believing in that, and as I looked further at beliefs in karma, um, some people believe that God is responsible for karma; that God carries out the karma and carries out either punishment or reward for people who receive it. Some people believe in destiny or fate; that somehow the the behaviors we have right now set the wheels in motion for the future and and we're destined for the things that happen to us anyway so those things will come to us some just believe that this is a just world and that there's balance in the world so that whatever whatever is created has to be repaid energetically somehow so lots of different ways that we can view karma as playing out in the world but As much as I would like to believe that people I'm aware of or people I've met in my life who seem to be pretty bad people who I have seen do harm to others, and there are some people we've all witnessed in the last few years who have created great harm for other people, I have to admit there have been. Many times, when I have seen people who do bad things, who don't seem to ever be punished for the things that they do, I haven't seen it play out that way. I've seen some people, and this particularly applies to people who are narcissistic, who are able to compartmentalize away their own negative behaviors so they they don't f- have a conscience they don't feel the suffering that comes from hurting others in in their day-to-day lives and oftentimes those are the people who somehow manage to get away with the behaviors they have to get away with what they do. And it's very frustrating for all of us when we see that happen, because it seems that there are never the consequences for their actions that we would expect. And I've seen that happen frequently and over and over again in my life. So I realized this idea of karma as much as I would like it to be true. It doesn't play out in such a simplistic cause and effect manner as at least my ego thinks that it should. And the same is true for positive karma. When I really look back at so many people I've known, some of the very best people I've known, people who are just kind and loving and generous, who care about others, they they have been just a bright light for their families, their friends, their communities. Some of those people have died of some of the cruelest diseases I've ever seen at a young age. And if we believe in positive karma, it's very hard to come to terms with that. How is it possible that someone who seems to bring nothing but love and light into the world ends up suffering and dying at a very young age? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. If karma is real, this doesn't seem to fit what karma is supposed to be according to these definitions except perhaps that i'm looking at what happens within a single lifetime not looking at this this huge possibility of reincarnation, that these people will live other lives and that they will get rewarded in some other lifetime in the future. But in terms of this one lifetime, it doesn't seem to add up. Some of the bad people don't ever seem to have negative consequences for their behavior, and some of the best people I've ever met sometimes end up enduring a lot of suffering and pain in their lives. And I think one thing that can be particularly harmful when we talk about karma is when we turn it around on people. If we say to someone who is sick and suffering, you must have done something to deserve this. Like, oh, look, this is your karma for something. What was it? What was it that you did that brought this to you? I don't find it particularly helpful To say to a person who's suffering that they have to have done something wrong at some other point or even in a past life, or they wouldn't be going through this negative experience now. And likewise, when someone receives an amazing blessing or has something wonderful happen in their lives, I don't necessarily think it's helpful to assume Wow, you must be the the best person you must be, you know, you must be the most wonderful being here on the planet, because all of these blessings just came down upon you, you must deserve that. Because I just don't find that that's true. In my experience, I honestly can't predict who will receive blessings in their lives, who will experience suffering in their lives, and I can't look at anything from their earlier life that necessarily points me in, in seeing it one way or the other. So the karma that my lower self, my ego wants to believe in, the idea that there is either payment or punishment based on whether your behavior is good or bad in your life, I know in my heart and with my higher wisdom that that is not real. That is not true in its essence. That's not how it plays out. And as I said before, it's such a simplistic way of looking at how life unfolds and looking at the so-called good and bad things that happen in life. And I can't be comfortable with it. I can't support it. I can't say that that karma perceived by my ego is a real thing, but I think there's something else to this. I think there's more, and I think there's a higher view, the galaxy view, which I've talked about before. But when we when we step back from just this lifetime and how our ego is perceiving it and going through life, and we try to look at the higher spiritual wisdom or truth that might be contained in this concept of karma, because obviously the idea of karma probably wouldn't have existed for such a long time throughout history it wouldn't persist if there wasn't something about it that rings true and so that's what i've been searching for in my mind and and thinking about as i've looked at this question there has to be something to it that has a ring of truth some part of it that is true it's simply that our lower minds can't grasp the higher truth of what karma might be so that's where I want to go with the rest of this discussion. When I get in touch with my own higher self and think about what does karma represent, what comes to mind for me is that karma might be how I respond to whatever life brings to me, whatever happens in my life. So not that things happen in my life as a payback for what I think or things I've done in the past. But that karma is something kind of unfolding in the moment. Life, for whatever reason, brings me certain situations. Things happen. My path intersects with someone else. And um, for some reason, I get sick. For some reason, I have an accident. For some reason, my, uh, my car falls apart or my house burns down. And that my karma has to do with how I look at those events of my life, and and also how I look at the positive events that happen in my life, and what kind of energy I'm able to put out into the world as a result of how I look at life. So karma has to do with the lens or the filter through which I view my life. And I talked about this I think, in the, in the episode on happiness, on how to be happy, that we each have a lens. It's as if we're viewing our own lives and the things that happen in our lives through a window or through a lens. And that window or lens for us can be clear and give us a very accurate view of things happening around us. It can also be cloudy or dirty. And it's our old shadow issues, our old wounds and traumas, the pain and anger and resentment that we've stored away that can cloud our lens, that can make it not transmit a clear picture to us of what's happening outside of us. And so if we're looking at life and the things that happen to us through a very cloudy, murky lens, we don't necessarily see what is contained within this event or this episode that has happened for us. We may not recognize that this could be a mixed a mixed bag for us it could be a mixture of some good things and some bad things we may only see it as bad because our lens is so dirty because of of wounds and hurts that we're carrying from the past that we can only perceive things that happen to us as being negative or bad And we respond to them as if they are bad, as if life is bad. And then the energy that we put out as a result of those experiences becomes tainted in a way with these negative beliefs of ours. And we send that more negative energy out into the world. So I feel that if karma is this whole interaction, and it's it's the way we're looking at the world, and then it's how we behave in response to what we see from the world, we have some control over our karma because we can work on our shadows. We can heal ourselves. We can go back. We can explore what's in the shadow. What are my old wounds? What things have I not wanted to face about myself? What have I been hiding from? And running away from and not wanting to see about me we can spend a little bit of time every day going back and exploring the past looking at the shadow at least bringing it out into the open because every time we open up the shadow and we shine light in there we're actually cleaning our filter a little bit We're making it clearer. We're getting rid of some of the cloudiness and the dirt that's on that filter. And it helps us look at our current life in this moment a little differently. And we actually, when we can see events that happen to us clearly, we oftentimes will find that what looked like a terrible thing ends up having some sort of grace within it, or some sort of a blessing. And a young woman that I'm aware of, uh, who I, I was referring to her when I talked about young people dying of cancer, this young woman who was an amazing, good, kind, loving person, became even more so on her cancer journey, she became this incredible shining light. And I can't tell you the number of people who were so inspired by her, by how beautifully she carried herself through cancer into her death and how much love she spread, even more love than she had ever spread before in this, this time Of her life of dealing with the suffering of cancer and meeting her own death at a young age and so she I believe had such a clear lens a clear window that she was looking through at life that she was able to see grace and see a blessing within her own cancer and within her own suffering. And she was able to radiate so much love and positive energy out to everyone around her that literally there were people around her who transformed spiritually like in an instant after encountering her. So I believe that we need a clear lens in order to become our best and highest selves, regardless of whatever comes our way in life. And I think, I think our karma might be the condition of the lens through which we're looking at our life. And so not the experiences that life brings us the things that happen to us, but what we're able to see within those experiences. And I believe that karma isn't just destiny or fate. I think that we can decide intentionally that we want to have a a clearer view of, of our own lives. We don't want our view to be tainted or colored or clouded over. We want to see clearly what's in front of us. So we can choose to work on ourselves, to do the painful hard work of looking within and understanding our own shadows. And that really karma is not a tool or a weapon to be used against any other person. So we have to rise far above the way our ego wants to interpret karma and wants to see it as a, as a weapon that can hurt the people who have hurt us. And um, it, it isn't about that at all. And karma is not for us to, to look at other people and judge or imagine that karma is going to happen to them karma is really within us it's for us to look at ourselves become aware of the lens through which we're looking at life and I think you could actually do a little survey day after day like How much, how many times during today did I have a negative attitude? How many times did I expect negative things to happen? Did I look at what was happening around me through a negative lens? And why is that happening? Like, is there something about my lens and the way I see the world that causes me to see so much negativity and is there some healing I could do within myself that would help me have a clearer lens? And I'm i am not saying the ideal is that we should always be positive and happy and blissful. No, it's that we want to have a realistic and clear picture. Life is full of suffering. Life is full of challenges and pain and things we have to deal with. And we need to see that clearly. But we want to be able to see every little tiny particle of light that is within any, any darkness that comes to us. We want to have a clear enough lens so that we can always find whatever light or love or blessing exists within that painful time, because that's what helps us stay in balance. And that's what can inspire us to keep going and to keep trying to become our best and highest selves to keep bringing more love into the world and to live our own best lives. And so one more thing I want to say about the idea of karma that I think that when if we hold on to the idea that we will be rewarded if we do the right thing, I think that puts us into a mindset that's not helpful because it means that we may start trying to do good things with things we think are good in order to get rewarded. And that's how the ego sees it. That is ego directed behavior to base our actions on whatever rewards we could receive and winning those rewards or on avoiding the punishment that could happen if we do the wrong thing. That's ego level behavior. So The idea is to strive to be the best selves we can be and understanding we have to be willing to look at our own pain. We have to look at our own shame, look at the things we don't like about ourselves and learn how to live with them, learn how to hold them at least and understand, hey, I'm not perfect. I have some flaws here. Learn how to live with our flaws, how to keep our flaws from clouding up our lens through which we're looking at the world. And how to, if we can, work with our flaws so that maybe we can get something good out of them. Maybe there's something, some way our flaw will turn out to have something that will benefit us down the road. So those are the motivations of the higher self are simply... To be the best self I can possibly be and to bring more genuine, unconditional love into the world. And there is no ulterior motive about wanting to get a reward or wanting to avoid a punishment down the road. That is not helpful. That leads us in the wrong direction. So, if we're going to look at karma and believe in karma, then I think we have to believe it's something within us right now that we need to learn how to work with. And we can say, I want a, I want a clear view of life and what's coming to me. So I'm going to work on cleaning up the lens or the window, however you want to imagine it, through which I look at the world. So... Those are my thoughts about karma. I don't know if that's helpful to you at all. But as I sat and pondered it, I went through the full cycle of thinking, wow, there are people on this planet right now that I sure hope karma comes for them someday, and that they experience the consequences of what they've done. But then I realized that is so unhelpful. That is just not the the right mindset for me it's not where i want to be it's not where i want i want my mind to be so uh that's it that's those are my thoughts on karma i'll probably learn more as i get older and experience more of life and then i'll come back and tell you about that if i do so I'll be back again in a week with another episode for you. And thanks again for listening. If you enjoy this podcast and also my End of Life University podcast, you can support both of them on my page at patreon.com slash EOLU. You can become a patron there for as little as $2 a month. So take a look at my page and see if you are interested in that. And also tell other people about this podcast if you think they'd be interested in listening as well. And feel free to leave me messages. I love hearing from you. If there are any comments that you have, you can also email me at karen at karenwyattmd.com. So until we're together next week, remember that we're here for love. That is the most important thing to focus on. So face your fear. Be ready for whatever life brings you next because it's a mixed bag out there. You have no idea what's coming your way. And love each and every moment of your very precious life. Bye-bye.